This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Satan's crew, heavy metal crew, right? Come along and play with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> play with Satan. That's what you do. Yeah. This is Sonia for Sci-Fi and Squeam on Joy 94.9. And we have the fantastic chance to speak to Sean Byrne. Yes, he of the loved ones. He's back. It's with the Devil's Candy, and it's playing. It's actually at the night shift program or stream. I think they call them now uh, at Melbourne International Film Festival. Coming up very soon, playing tenth of August and the twelfth of August. Yay! So, welcome to the show, Sean. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a, a bit about the Devil's Candy? Obviously, without giving it away, what it's about. It kind of tried and true haunted house formula. It's a family that move into a house that has a dark past and that dark past comes back to haunt them. Um, Hopefully the execution is something, you know, kind of different. It's it's almost like um, if if, if you imagine Amityville Horror meets Metallica, um, (laughs) it might (laughs) might give you a bit of a sense of the style of the film. It's It's a heavy, it's a heavy metal horror film and, you know, it may be supernatural, it may not. There's a leaves a little bit up to um, interpretation whether you know where where evil actually comes from, whether it's born 
from us as as humans or whether we um whether we are potentially vessels for you know something more subterranean so that's yeah that's that's kind of the film <laughs> hopefully i didn't give too much away no very reminiscent i guess of almost like kind of like the home invasion but on a slightly different way with the heavy metal aspect which has been called you know the thrill pa- ride packed with heavy metal by Clem Busto, I think it was for The Guardian, called it that. And if people are, you know, even if you don't like the music, it's it's very captivating and works really well. Reminds me of Deathgasm, but obviously a lot more intense. I don't know if you've seen Deathgasm or... No, I, I haven't yet. I actually, I really, I really want to see it just because um, I've, I've heard a lot of good things and anything metal I'm kind of... I'm kind of into, but um, yeah, I think with the with the Devil's Candy, it's uh, you, you definitely don't need to be a metal fan to to enjoy it. The 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 soundscape is is you know like uh, thematically relevant. I mean, there's there's always been a link between rock and roll and the Devil's music. <laughs> you know, rock yeah, and roll being considered the the, the 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 Devil's music and. Um, and also, I mean, there, there's a certain certain aggression and uh, and you know and, and and violence that that sort of metal can kind of conjure up, and it can be can be like a defence, but it can also be something that's really attacking. And so, I think it's you know the the, the family who are our protagonists in the film, you know, there's they, they have they have they have a love of metal mm. and and mm. rock and roll, and also on the also on the darker side where you've got a You've got you've got a character who's, who's hearing voices. He basically strums his electric guitar to try and to try and block out the you know the the sound of the devil. That you don't know you don't know whether he's actually really hearing the the whether he's really hearing the devil himself or whether it's or whether it's mental illness. And but anyway, the, the actual you know there's a, there's a kind of a a sonic assault to the film that is um, it, it's 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 within the actual narrative. You know, as opposed to just being a just as opposed to just being a soundtrack choice. Yeah, no, it's it's um, pretty amazing. It does need to be played loud. I hope that the cinema will amp it up literally <laughs> for the screen. I, I hope so. I mean, that's the yeah, that's the mantra of the film. It's like, it is. It has isn't to, it? Yeah, it has to I be mean, loud. <laughs> a Pruitt Taylor Vince who plays Ray Smiley. He's extraordinary, and when he says, "I got to play it loud," obviously to drown out the voices, you really feel that sonic infection sort of invading your you know what you're doing and I found myself really drawn into it when he starts to make the feedback come out of his um I believe it's a Gibson red flying bee his guitar <laughs> <Is that laughs> yeah right? yeah I mean, I mean it's we had um Stun, who are probably the, the the world's greatest kind of exponents of doom metal they worked on on the soundtrack and um yeah, Ray's Ray's kind of like um, he's he's got a sort of a hill march, which um, it's just like strumming strumming the guitar, but it's so it's so discordant and distorted, mm. and you and you, it, it, and it, it, it's why I think it's so important to see it in a theatre because it, it kind of blurs the line between cinematic experience and and kind of concert experience because you really you feel it kind of from the from the ground up. Which is ironic because it's, you know maybe it really is coming <laughs> from the from the ground up if it's something sort of satanic. But yeah, you 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 feel you feel the kind of the the vibrations and the and the walls shaking. And ho- hopefully hopefully the film itself as the as the story deepens 
kind of feels like a wall of dread, you know, mm. just sort of closing in, even a sonic sort of wall of dread. And, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge David Lynch fan. And I think one of the greatest things Lynch does is these amazing nightmarish sort of soundscapes where mm, you may and, start And he composes and, them too, like a lot of them. He composes and yeah, does the music for himself. Uh, I think he's a bass player, is that right? Guitar bass player, isn't um, he? Oh, David Lynch. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got his he's got his own he's got his own band and everything. I think it's sort of Ange, uh, um, Ange, Ange, Angelo Balladamenti. Uh, Angelo Badalamenti. Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> his is his composer? But That's yeah, right. whoever sort of the, 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 the sound design. I just love how you kind of end up falling into a nightmare where naturalism is replaced by something far more abstract and mm. and hellish and. Suddenly, you're not in kind of you know. It's like, am I in the real world or am I kind of floating in a nightmare? And um, and I, I just think, yeah, I just think film is. I, I just love that style of filmmaking, a more expressionistic style of filmmaking that can you know where where, where the visuals and the sound can kind of slide into slide into kind of madness when you and 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 it's sort of and, and for it to happen kind of organically as well, where you kind of mm. as an audience, you're not quite sure where you're going, but you know things are just getting deeper and darker. Yeah, no, you've answered most of my questions. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Um, Now, if you could choose a Metallica song, what would be your favourite? Do you have a... Fade to Black is probably... Fade to Black, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the track that I play the most, but the the film ends with For Whom the Bell Tolls, Mm. which is is another one of my favourites. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still in a state of shock that... Then we got Metallica on the soundtrack. There's actually yeah. two Metallica songs yeah. for whom the bell tolls, and and there's a cover of Diamond Heads, "Am I Evil?" And um, yeah, an abs- it was an absolute miracle. For whom the bell tolls was used on a Warner Brothers film, Project X, and I think it cost like five hundred thousand dollars for Gee. the studio film. And we're a small independent film, but um, but we you know reached out to Metallica, and Metallica's manager said, "Well, they'll you know the band will consider it. They want to see the film first. Mm-hmm. And we sent them. Uh, we sent them kind of a rough cut, and you know, you've seen the film. You know how reliant it is on sort of on sound. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is just this is never going to work. Mm. And um, but they saw it and really loved the film. And oh, it's a bit cool. of a love letter to Kirk Kirk Hammond as well. And they gave it to us for for a tiny amount of money. So, um, mm. but the incredible thing is, once we had Metallica, then all these other bands that I'd written into the script that I was told you're insane. There's no way we're going to get these. Like. Like Queens of the Queens of the Stone Age and Cavalier Conspiracy and Slayer, all these other bands couldn't ask for any more money than Metallica. Like you can't really ask for any more than the any more than the Beatles of metal are asking. Mm. <laughs> and so everyone else um, fell into line and um, di- and then didn't ask for very much money. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's, a, it's an incredible soundtrack for an indie film. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. You just love it. It just wraps you in. Now the artwork, the paintings. So without giving away too much. Who did the artwork for those amazing? Stephen Stephen Kasner is his name, and mm-hmm. um, he, he's he's represented by HR Geiger's agent. And um, wow. yeah, I was just kind of surfing the net trying to find. I didn't know which artist we could who was going to kind of capture the right, you know, kind of dripping evil sort of tone. And then mm-hmm. I just came across this image of a of a snake, and it was just really dark and beautiful and elegant. And because you know, you've, I mean, I always think of Satan as being quite. You know, he's got to be quite sophisticated and elegant. <laughs> oh, well, apparently he like, is. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, you read well, Genesis, <laughs> if you read Genesis, um, 
Yeah, he's quite dashing, I guess, or has, you know, is de- described as beautiful and menacing all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. it's, a, it's, a, it's a seductive, it's yeah. got to be a seductive kind of side. It'd have um, to be androgynous because, too, a little bit, I think. It'd have to be pretty, yeah. pretty yeah, um, yeah. amazing, which suits the, us. The, 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 the Satan in um, Passion of the Christ, I always think it's probably... Is, because a pretty amazing kind of um, the ultimate kind of androgynous Satan, um, the guy who does the um, the kind of key artwork. He's once we reached out to him, he's actually a member of the Church of Satan. He's kind of like oh, this wow. ordained minister who's oh, um, wow. sort of he could speak speak on their behalf, and um, which is kind of cool. It was like oh, well, we're, we're trying to you know, we're going kind of to the source. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but it, it was That's it, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, and, and he was—he was a really nice guy. He was kind of, I, I rang you. We, we were just, um, you know, we'd be just discussing the artwork as mm. it was, as it was unfolding, and at, and at one one point, I kind of rang up and we we're having a chat, and then his mum, his mum picks up the phone. and He's like, "Mum, I'm like, you know, it's a work call." And as soon as like you didn't <laughs> seem quite so intimidating, once <laughs> once mum picks up the phone, then it's like, oh well, you know, it's, it's business. <laughs> it's business. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've set it in Texas. Was there any reason around why it was set there? Or? No, other than it just had the best. Um, it just it just had the best kind of financial incentive. <laughs> okay. It was the. It was the yeah. It was the most affordable place to, sh- to shoot at, at at the time. But I, I mean, I guess the, I guess the one the one kind of non negotiable was I, wa- I wanted to shoot somewhere where it was hot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and to, to get a sense of kind of you know just heat. Heat sort of rising as well, and and somewhere yeah. that had had farmlands, and um, and so that was yeah. But it, it could it, yeah, we we had a look at kind of you know Georgia as well, and to begin with, it was going to be it was written to be shot in uh, some of it in LA and some of it in kind of Ojai, which was sort of you know f- further out with kind of farmlands. But in the end, Texas was the cheapest. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Um, I would have to let you go very soon, but um. He's wearing a T-shirt, Ethan Embry, who plays, uh, this is quite a departure for him, I guess, in this role that he's playing uh, as as the male lead in it, um, as the dad, as the artist. And he's got the T-shirt saying, find what you love and let it kill you. I love that T-shirt. Was that his or was that you? So that was that was written into the script, so mm-hmm. we, um, we, we created that T-shirt. I actually thought that it was a, a Bukowski quote, and um, we, 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 we kind of... Um, uh, we got in contact with the Bukowski estate, and it turns mm. out that it's it's he didn't say it, even Ooh. though it's all over the net that it's like <laughs> it's, it's Bukowski said yeah. thing. He actually didn't. So, um, so yeah, so we, we ended up being able to um, yeah, just being use able it. to use it and oh, make and make cool. a t shirt. And I think yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I, I think I mean, I, and that's also a little bit of what the what the film's about is. In, in a way, it's kind of reminiscent of the of the crossroads story, story and the temptation of an artist to kind of um, sell his soul to the devil for, you know, to be, to be the best artist that he can, that he can possibly be. And, um, and that's kind of where the, 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 the t-shirt comes from. Like, find, find what you love and, and let it kill you. Because um, <laughs> it probably will eventually. Whatever yeah. it might be. <laughs> Hopefully not filmmaking, but... Uh, yeah, look, um, we will have to wrap it up. But look, it's been great speaking to you, uh, Sean, after all this time. I spoke to you ages ago when you did The Loved Ones and that was... I, I remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. And I saw that recently at a Feminist uh, Film Festival. 
we played the loved ones. And you'll be happy to know people got up and walked out in terror. That's, that's, that's good. It's good that it's still having that effect on people. And it was, it was the guys walking out. It was really yeah, funny yeah, to watch I... men walking out and thinking, what? You know, because it's a feminist film, um, Girls on Film Festival, and I was surprised. But other people were laughing their heads off and loving it. So there you go. It's 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 a great it's, film. Yeah, it still has great um, feedback and impact. It's good. It's, it's funny how some people see it as, as a girl, you really enjoy the black comic kind of undertones and other mm. people don't see any black comedy <laughs> and just think it's like... I just want to throw up. Someone kind of threw up out back. And, Someone actually no, threw up. Yeah. <laughs> Like really, oh, that's, well, that's, I think yeah, it's that's, the drill—the part with the drill in the skull. You know that part. <laughs> pour oh, okay, the yeah, pour yeah. the water in. That's the one. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the moment. Oh, I'm glad someone threw up. That's like that's about the best review I could get. <laughs> <laughs> the one you know about. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll have to let you go. But before you do, if you've got a few seconds, I wonder if you could do a station ID or a show ID. It's just sci-fi and squeam. Obviously, your name on Joy ninety-four point nine. If that's all right. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I know it's a bit rushed today. Um, so, uh, oh, so, yeah. sorry. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> what I, so I just sort of say, 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 my, say my name. Yeah, your sci-fi. name. Sci-fi and Squeam on Joy ninety four point nine. You're listening to or whatever you like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, hi, this is Sean. Um, you're listening to Sci-Fi and Screen on um, Joy. Sci-Fi, sorry. Sci-Fi hi, and Squeam. Yeah, hi, this is Sean. You're listening to Sci-Fi and Scream on uh, Joy FM. Is that... <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Can you, can you say your last name? I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, is, it, is it Joy FM or 92 Joy? 94.9. Uh, Joy 94.9. Yeah. Joy 94.9. Um, uh, hi, this is Sean Byrne. You're listening to... Um, oh, my God, sorry. Oh, my brain. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's something... It's, I've, it's um, sci-fi and squeam. Sci-fi and squeam. Sci-fi and squeam. This is what happens when you have yeah. have twins. Oh, <laughs> good on you. Uh, all right. Uh, hi, this is Sean Byrne. You're listening to Sci-Fi and Scream on 94.9 Joy FM. Cool. Thank you. That's great. Well, good luck. The screenings again, uh, August the... Yeah, August 12th. Sorry, yes, August 12th at the Melbourne International Film Festival. Excellent. You can still go online and join up, or should I say buy a ticket, and join Satan's crew, heavy metal crew. <laughs> right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, yeah, come on, come along. And, um, and yeah, um, can come, come along and play with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> play with Satan. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Thanks thanks so much. I'll let you go. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Real life is scarier than anything we can dream of. And we dream such frightening things. Sci-fi and squeam. Be afraid. Be very afraid. On Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.